from the city market, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, if I have a glass of ice water, and the ice melts into the water, is my water then watered down? I may never know. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You're as useful as a condom with holes. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. Everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright. Okay, so um, I have something interesting here. Cool. This is Gen Zers and Boomers making fun of Millennials and what they posted online. Now, we've had Gen Z making fun of everybody, right? They've been making fun of Zers, or uh, Gen Z's been making fun of Millennials, Xers, and Boomers. And they've been having a hell of a time. Well, I found a website that counteracts them and makes fun of them. So, some of these are pretty damn good. And like the other ones, there's a certain amount of truth in all of them. Yeah. So, okay. Anyhow. Well, at first, when you said that they went back and joined with Boomers... It takes me back to a conversation we had here a while back uh-huh. that each generation, when they run out of ideas, they fall back like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would take them back to about the boomers. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's natural, and you and I know this, well, growing up, we were the opposite of our parents by nature. Right? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yes. So, and that's what happens. It takes like a few generations for people to boomerang back to the three or one or two, you know, the ones before them. Because you're naturally going to have all these disagreements with your parents and see all this faults and what they did, all that stuff. They've seen the faults in their parents. So, like, you know, it's, it's really natural actually to it to be like this so anyhow now now the uh, Zers Xers and boomers are all making fun of the Millennials so here it is Millennials live in apartments because they are minimalists they're not having kids because of lifestyle choice they love gig work because of flexibility no they're just all broke. <laughs> so, so the way I took that was is all excuses for not doing anything. They're just broke. They just don't want to do anything, and that's what they're saying. The reason millennials love charcuterie boards 
and mimosas because they grew up on Lunchables and Sunny D. <laughs> that one might be my I favorite. I love that one. <laughs> Xers grew up on Lunchables and Sunny D. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I mean, we were the generation that Lunchables and Sunny D was introduced to, actually. I remember yeah, when they came yeah, out in the mid-80s. Everyone's like, hey, hold the fucking horse. Hold the whole oh, oh man. Look at this shit. We found the holy grail of shit food. Come on, guys. Come here. Processed meat yeah. and sugary fucking orange juice. Yeah. What could be better Sunny for a young man or a young woman? Yes. Yep. And the person that had Sunny D was envied. Unless you were the person with Coke or Pepsi. Then you were even yeah. more envied. I, I, I was always the kid with the off-brand soda wrapped yep. in aluminum foil. Yeah, I was I was happy just to get Shasta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Shasta sucked. No, 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 hang on. Shasta, the fruit flavors were good. Their colas and root beers and lemon-lime sucked, the, the regular type of sodas. But their other yeah. stuff was pretty good. But no, man, I was, if I got Shasta, I was fucking happy. Still, oh, yeah, um, me too. What was me the too. shit they used yeah, to sell? We, back in the day, we had this brand that was called Generic. Yes. And everything was black and white labeled. So you got the generic cola and the generic root beer and that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yep. And I was lucky to get that. I got uh, Canfields. Remember that bullshit? Yeah. And uh, let's see, what was the other one? Always Save? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we drank quite that Always Save. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was the other one? Um, oh, the generic black and white that just said cola or root beer. Yeah, yeah. There were some other ones that I'm forgetting, but all of them sucked. And like I said, hell, we got... Dude, for a while, Dad, he drank the generic beer. <laughs> my dad did not drink and neither did my mom but if they did drink it would have been probably just beer but I remember a lot of people drinking the generic beer yeah it was actually it was kind of like in style there for a while to drink generic beer yeah yeah pretty interesting stuff but ladies was a very that was back when Buckhorn was a big name oh oh my <laughs> god oh oh Buckhorn was horrible. It's like paint thinner, only worse. Yeah, but it was the going beer. No, I know. It I was know. The high dollar stuff. Falstaff. Oh. Yes. Yes. Falstaff would burn a hole through you. Always a legend. Always a legend. Oh yeah. We were Damn. getting Falstaff up until they quit making it. Uh, we're getting it. They were selling it in St. Louis, and a friend of ours is going to St. Louis like every other weekend for family. And she was bringing yeah. it. She was bringing it back to us. And uh, anyhow, it you know, so we were able to get full staff after they quit selling it around Kansas City. And it was horrible. The only reason reason we drank it was for shock. We we had a bunch of it in my trunk, and when we go down to Westport, we pop open the trunk, drink three or four of them, and people come by and go, "What the fuck." They're like, yeah, Falstaff, man, good shit. And they'd be like, ah, and run off or laugh or whatever. So, uh, anyhow, um, let's see, where was I? Oh, 
millennials. I I don't know how we got off track so bad, but oh well. <laughs> I love it actually. We mentioned beer. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Why do millennials? Oh, we started with soda. And yeah, yeah. I my family yeah. was the same way. If we got soda pop. I was happy to get the fucking uh, black and white beer that just said, or not beer, but that said cola, <laughs> or Always Save, or Shasta. Shasta was like the premium yeah. stuff to us. And then Canfields yeah. is like really fucking cheap. There was a FEMA station that had the, can, the Canfield cola stacked up like 30 high out in front. And when you're getting gas, you grab like, uh, we're on our way to the lake. And my dad would grab like a thing of orange of it, Canfield's orange. It is like really cheap and like fucking throw it in the trunk and we drink it down at the lake. And I was just like, oh my God, man, we're rich. We're drinking Canfield orange. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow. Dad always bought ours at Price Chopper. Mmm. Before we went. Yeah, and Price Chopper had their own. um, No, 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 no. That was Safeway and Food Barn. Um, they had a Dr. Pepper knockoff called the Skipper. I remember that. It was horrible. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. But my, I drank my, it. My brother, I, my brother Tom, the one that was the prison guard, uh-huh. actually worked at Food Barn for a while while he was in school. Oh, we probably stole from him. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. This guy named Kirk did. Kirk could walk in with no shirt. This is back when they didn't give a shit if you wore a shirt. You just wear shorts. Yeah. They wore shorts so and flip-flops. And he could take a fifth of Jack Daniels and hide it in his shorts and walk out. Shit. You couldn't tell. Yeah, he was masterful at that. So, anyhow. Next one. Why do millennials buy vintage furniture just to paint it hideous white and with pastels? Why not revarnish the wood? Okay, I guess millennials do that. I'd revarnish the wood. I would too. I wouldn't paint yeah, it white. I like, I like white, wood. White with pastels sounds wood. awful stupid to me. Why do millennials use nouns in place of verbs? I can't math today. Englishin is rough today. I agree with that. I agree with that. They make everything. They make everything a noun and put a verb you know action into it so yeah it, it is it is kind of annoying when I go English is horrible it's like eh, why do you say doing English sucks Millennials like to say no worries when in fact there is worries and that's true no matter what I mean you can walk up and cut a guy's nuts off and feed it to him they go oh no worries right yeah. You come up and kick him in the asshole so hard it bleeds for a week ago. No worries. It's like condition, like uh, no resistance. It's like no matter what happens, it's like, oh, no worries. So, next one. You think millennials love Sims so much because they get to simulate things they will never have, like owning and decorating a home? Oh. Okay. <laughs> That was a bird and a half, wasn't it? Yeah. With a little bit of truth sprinkled into it. Just a little. Just Just a little. 
Millennials, millennials are starting to sound like boomers, getting angry at Gen Z for not liking uh, side parts and skinny jeans. You're an adult. Why do you care if a 15-year-old thinks you're cool or not? True? Yeah. Not like I give that much of a shit about what they think like that, but yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you on, like, I'm like you, like, I really care, but, you know. Yeah, these are just some good, funny ones that were put online that I picked up. It was like, you know what, this would be fun to read off to people and get a little vibe check, if I do, of the real Urban Dictionary, of what people think of the other generations. So, why do millennials send doesn't, this is true, why do millennials send doesn't a rapid fire text instead of just one paragraph? I get off my plane ride to 60 texts. Get off my lawn. <laughs> it's true. They'll go, hey, I'm over I here. Agree with that. Be, I agree. Yeah, you'll get Texas, hey, I'm over here. Then another text. Right next to the vending machine, another text. I fell down and hurt myself, another text. So I'm sitting down because my knee hurts. Then another text. Look for me at B2. You know, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Millennials love brunch so much because they can't afford breakfast or dinner. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, and then the final one. Millennials love uncovering hardwood floors as much as boomers love carpeting over them. True story. Yep. Yep. And experts can go either way. I am more of a hardwood floor guy. I mean, anything that I, I can restore, too, yeah. Anything I can restore, I do. So. Yep. I, I, I've yanked many a carpet out of homes and found, discovered many a beautiful hardwood floors. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of them in there. You just got to, uh, um, you got to get underneath there and take a look. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't want to do. So, anyhow, um, how about if we come back, uh, right back with some new deuce flavors? Oh, I love it. Yeah, let's perk this bitch up a bit. Be right back. Yeah. Brick Shithouse Energy Drink. That's right. Brick Shithouse Energy Drink. Make men a little girl. Chew off your balls. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Man, I sure wish I was the garbage man. You know what I could do if I was the garbage man? I could go to the wrong parts of town on the wrong days periodically in the morning and then watch everybody run out of their house in their underwear with two bags of trash screaming stop halt yeah that's what i'd love to do oh shit what's What's that that over there there? oh no it's It's island Island horrible jokes jokes. a wooden shoe in my toilet 
I guess it was clogged. <laughs> All right, two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Um, as uh, aforementioned, we have some new douche flavors. We had uh, Mr. X. Well, some of them. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we love the thought of it. We may not love the actual product, but we love the thought of having new douche flavors on the program, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, once again, for people that may not be up to speed on this, Mr. X is our informant, and he sends me an email that disappears in 10 minutes. And it says, New douche flavors. I was in Massengill's uh, factory, and these are the new douche flavors that have failed. Get this in 10 minutes before it disappears. Download it and print it out. It's gone in 10 minutes because I cannot be found out. So I happened to catch it, and on the ninth minute, I downloaded it and printed it out. And then as soon as it went through the printer, I looked back, and the email was gone. So, Mr. X, we thank you for um, for your hard work on this and all your hard work on this and your dedication to always get us the new douche flavors, right? Thank you, Jeffy. Yeah, Jeffy, so you're, Jeffy Mr. X, you're an awesome guy. So, without any further uh, waiting, we offer you the new douche flavors, and this is from Massengill Factory, and these are the ones that did not work, that they test marketed, had focus groups on, and, they, and, and it failed. So, you will not be seeing these in any CVS or Walgreens or whatever, or Walmart or wherever you go. So, here we go. I like this one. I don't know why it failed. Hibiscus. What the hell's wrong with that? I could go. I could go with a. a I, I like that. I think a nice like hibiscus that. flavor to a snatch would be fine. Tell me what's wrong with that, Rob. What the hell is wrong with that? Okay. Well, I know what one smells like, but what does one taste like? Ooh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's bitter. Hmm. Maybe they had to. Maybe they had to taste test it. All right. Douche B, sixty six, at yahoo.com. D-O-U-C-H-E-B at yahoo.com If you know what hibiscus tastes like, send us an email. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have no idea. I know it smells good. So. Oh, yeah. I love the smell of hibiscus. I do, too. And I think it would be perfect down there, don't you? Not too, yeah. over, not yeah. too overpowering. Nice kind of flowery, kind of fresh scent. It's got, it's got it. It's got to be the taste, I guess. So, yeah. anyhow, douche b sixty six at yahoo.com. Break us off an email. Let us know how how it uh, tastes. Number two, orange cream failed. I think they made a big mistake. Yeah, I do too. Orange cream sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, Massengill, I think you need to bring this back on the table. I really do. I mean, orange... Up, up, up. One what? Hold up. Oh, what is it? 
The citric acid. Oh! You think maybe it gives heartburn? No. It burned the hell out of them. Oh! The woman part of it. Yeah. Oh! Okay. All right, now. Flavor-wise, I think any man would love it. Dude. Yeah, flavor-wise sounds good. Okay, it's the woman. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, well, I... Yeah, you got to look at both sides on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, this next one I agree with 100%. Rice pudding. I mean, I think that it would be too maggot-like. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. 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 I. And besides that, rice pudding isn't that good. It's sticky and it's just like little pellets I and was it's white. Bad enough thought till you said that. <laughs> Damn. Look, rice pellet, <laughs> rice pudding would insinuate or remind you of too many other things um, that you probably wouldn't want your face down there during, right? Yeah, I, my is out. Yeah. My vote is they're absolutely right. Rice pudding failed, and I'll bet you the citrus yeah. and orange cream. The hibiscus is probably bitter would be my account of why it failed. This next one I understand. Jalapeno. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you know, I mean, and even if the guy could stand jalapeno and they don't mind that type of hot that bad, the woman. Yeah, that pe- that pepper oil. Yeah, yeah, that pepper oil probably is not a very um, fun experience for the woman. I'd say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is this next one's on the same line. Ghost pepper. Ghost pepper or Carolina Reaper or anything like that probably would not work well. That probably result in third degree burns, right? Yeah. Okay, so we get that, and even if the guy does like heat, still you gotta think of the woman too, right? Yeah. So definitely. yeah, so okay. ghost pepper failed. This next that one. Dirt put her in the yard. Yes. So I I understand why that failed. So this next one I get this too, but some people may protest because they they like mushrooms. Cream of mushroom. I. Okay. To me, that's a no. I would like it without the mushroom chunks. (laughs) I don't know, though. I don't know if I could, like, actually lap up on the cream down there. I think it would be too weird. You hear what I'm saying? You know? (laughs) Yeah. It would be a little awkward, like, man, I don't know. I don't know, you know. Well, it failed, so we're not going to see it anyhow. This next one I totally get. Tuna melt. No. Yeah, yeah. Tuna with a badge is not good in any way, shape, or form. Bad idea. Yeah, gee. Yeah, should never be introduced should never be no. working together. Tuna melt is a horrible idea for a douche flavor. Can we agree with that? 100%. Next one. Salmon salad. I think the same line as tuna. It's fish. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. really sound too appealing down there, right? Yeah. 
yeah. there's so many other flavors. Why would you even go for salmon salad? Yeah, because the point is you're trying to keep it smelling and tasting like fish. Yes, yes. Why so would I, you add more fish? Yeah, so I think anything fish-based probably failed, and I think I need to yeah. move on and go to something else. This next one I wholeheartedly disagree with, except for maybe the Thousand Island dressing. I kind of get that. Reuben. I think I think a Reuben a Reuben sandwich sounds fucking fantastic down there. I mean, yeah. she I, I mean she would have to fucking like make you stop, be like, man, look, it's been forty minutes. Okay, I'm done. Can can we move on, please? Can we go to something else? Look, you know, I love foreplay, but ever since you introduced this new Reuben douche, I can't get you away from the fucking thing, Mark. Can you please maybe just you know? Maybe just give your mouth a break here? I'd be asking where the side dish is. <laughs> I would have like, I don't know, um, let's see, some fries. I'd have like a plate of french fries with my Reuben right next to it. And maybe a little a dinner mac salad. And mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. little mac and cheese side dish there. Little little fries side dish with your Reuben. Uh-huh. You and I would probably both get in trouble. We'd be like, "All right, enough, yeah, enough." Yeah, we would. Yeah. yeah, we would. Yeah, quit, quit lapping up down there. Come on, man. It, it, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. This next one, I don't know. It depends on how you feel about this type of cereal. Frosted mini wheats. Not for me. I think that. No. That the the mini wheats, you know, they they come apart and they kind of in their their shreds. I can see yeah. that going south real quick. Yeah. And the milk, the milk with the shreds of wheat like fucking flying. I oh, man. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, not for me. No, no. Next one, ego. I like egos. I don't necessarily have a problem with them being in a douche. No, I don't think I would either. I don't know what the issue is myself. A little maple syrup. Oh, now you're talking true maple syrup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, true maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. Man, now you're talking some good eating there, Rob. Man, it's going to be a shame to see that one go. Yes, yes, I agree. Next one, strained peas. I agree. That should not yeah, be. Yeah, I agree with that one. That should not be an douche flavor. No. Nope. Oh. This next one is honor of the Testicle Fest going on this weekend in Bentonville, Arkansas. Braised testicles. <coughs> I uh, depends on how you feel about the testes. The one that I normally ate was deep fried. I think braise, you could braise them in like really hot oil, right? Yeah. Would that be good to you? I don't know, I'd have to try it. Hmm. Okay, well that... That one there could go either way. We're just going to leave that one right there and just go ahead and take the focus group's decision, right? They said no, so... Oh, I know what killed that one. What killed it? The number of cattle 
Oh, yeah. They would take their supplies. You're right. You're right. Yep, and they'd have to all be bulls. PETA stepped up. Oh, that's it. Yep. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, now we know. Yeah, that had been it. Next one, blood pudding. I think I agree with that 100%. Yeah. yeah. Blood pudding does not sound like a good douche flavor. As a matter of fact, it's, it sounds like a one uh, once a month deal. Yeah, not a good deal. No, 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 no. Not for me. Next one, stewed okra. It's not even fried. Why didn't they fry it, for God's sake? We're going to do okra, at least fry it. Yeah. Yeah. Stewed okra, 100%, not a douche flavor. Horrible idea. Now this next one, I don't know. You can do... <laughs> now, let me explain it to you after I say what it is, okay, Rob? Just hear me out on this. Okay. <clears throat> Veggie soup. You can do, like, little tricks with the words. With the letters. You can make words out of the letters and place them on her vagina and have a little fun like that, right? Yeah. 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 So I kind of like the idea of veggie soup. You have a little fun yeah. like, oh, hey, I just put princess on your snatch. Look at that. Take a little snap, a little picture, send it to her. Or star of the show, or yum yum, or delicious, or whatever. Whatever oh, you yeah. have the letters oh, for. Yeah, you can. <coughs> oh, yeah, you can leave a note for the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. You've been a bachelor for a long time. I get it. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm not leaving a note for anybody. There should not be anyone there. So. Right, right. Okay, you leave a note for yourself then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, hang on. I got to get a drink. By the way, look down there. Be right back. Ah, that idiot. <laughs> Next one I agree with 100%. Flaming Hot Cheetos. Same reason ghost pepper and all that. I mean, probably very yeah. uncomfortable for the female. Although, who does not like a good bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. So, yeah, okay. I, I guess the woman probably gets uncomfortable under that uh, under that type of stress. I get it. And the next one, I agree with 100%, should not be a douche flavor, not even thought about as a douche flavor, is eggplant. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Eggplant sounds like a horrible idea made up by someone that didn't have a clue what a douche flavor should be. So. That, that's, a, that's an emoji for a male part. Come on. <laughs> Good point. That's all I need to know right there. <coughs> all right, we're going to return here in a minute. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? What the fuck is wrong with these guys? Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarious. 
have the personality of a soggy newspaper. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Please remember to go to Cole's dressing room, wait five minutes and scream, Hey, there's no toilet paper in here. Alright, as promised, we return to Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright. You know, uh, security cards at the Eiffel Tower got a big surprise the other day. You know why? Oh. They found a couple trashed sleeping in the Eiffel okay. Tower. Security guards making their rounds at the Eiffel Tower were surprised to find two American tourists who apparently slept off a night of drinking inside the iconic French land park. Multiple news outlets reported. <coughs> the inebriated men were aroused by the guards who discovered the slumbering Americans before the Paris landmark opened to the public Monday morning. According to reports, the men had apparently been so drunk that they became trapped in a spot off-limits to the public between the tower's second and third levels and couldn't get out, multiple outlets reported. The Eiffel Tower's operator, <coughs> whatever the fuck his name is, also known as Seth, told multiple media outlets that it informed the, the Paris prosecutor's office of the incidents. Uh, Seth indicated that they were not going to file any charges. They just wanted the people to leave and to also bring awareness to people not to get on the tower inebriated and especially so inebriated that they find themselves in a part they shouldn't be in and can't get out. So, okay. I'm uh, almost betting that's not the first time that's happened. I would bet that that's happened a lot, but they have a they have a chance to showcase it, right? Right. So they're going to do it. They're going to make an example of these people. Now they didn't send them to jail. They could have done that. They didn't send them to yeah. jail. All they did was say, "Look, Americans, don't do this shit." But I'll bet you, if it happens again anytime soon, they will go to jail. Whoever does it. <coughs> you know, um, Australia has some really, really venomous spiders, right? Yeah, they do. They're extremely fast, extremely aggressive, and they're deadly. All of those not good to have in a trade, right? Nope. Well, a supermarket in Australia, uh, oh, Austria, not Australia. Australia does too, but I don't know about Austria. Australia has like four very venomous spiders. One of them hangs out on the beaches, and you got to watch where you put your feet. But anyhow, this is Austria, I'm sorry. A supermarket in Austria had to be shut down after a spider whose bite is capable of causing painful erections or even death was spotted. This is a spider bite that gives you a four-hour erection. I'm not kidding you. The supermarket was closed on Tuesday after the store manager spotted the spider in a banana box and immediately called the fire brigade to investigate, Fox News reported. 
The tiny creature is not just highly venomous, but the bite can cause an erection that can last up to four hours, according to reports. <laughs> so, so you get a four-hour painful erection, and then you die? <laughs> wow. I know some people I'd like to send that spider to. <laughs> the spider was about four inches long and was blackened and red and red in color. The manager said initially, the authorities thought it was a banana spider, but it later turned out to be a Brazilian wandering spider. The Brazilian wandering spider is one of the deadliest bites in the world, which can also cause hypothermia, blurred vision, and convulsions. So this is, this spider doesn't give you an erection; it gives you everything else and kills you. Their bites can cause extraordinary pain, increased pulse. Oh no, this is it: penile erection. It can last for four, for hours, and death in some cases. The spider was nowhere to be seen by the time the fire brigade arrived at the store, as per local media reports. The Rue Retail Group, which owns the supermarket chain, said comprehensive cleaning and disinfection measures were underway before the outlet reopens next week. All measures for safety are carried out meticulously so the branch can be reopened, the retailer added. So, wow. Wow. Could you imagine that shit? Four hour erection, hypothermia, convulsions, and death. Wow. All of those you want nothing to do with. So. Except for the four hour erection. Uh, yeah. Well, the four hour erection would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. If it wasn't a painful erection, it'd be different. If it was just an erection, it'd be like, cool. All right. And it's like, well, well, Val, I mean, you got something going on for four hours or what? You know, what's going on here? <laughs> can I circle this here since I got bit by this spider? Can I circle these four hours for us? <laughs> so, anyhow. Oh, oh, you got a meeting? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn it. I don't understand it. Every time. Every time I come with a spider bite story, she has a meeting. That is so weird. What a coincidence. <laughs> okay. You know that uh, California has a shortage of self-driving cars now because they're all being wrecked? And it's not, not it's not surprising at all. As a matter of fact, I expected it. And this... Yeah. But, but it goes a little bit further too. Not only does it uh, is it self-driving cars hitting other cars, but people are hitting them and leaving, and they are starting to think that it's for fun. Because these self-driving cars are flimsy, and they're like taking packages and stuff. I, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing, um, but I mean maybe they're taking people somewhere. I don't know. But they're starting to wonder if people aren't doing it on purpose like nicking these self-driving cars when no one's in it or hitting them and then taking off as fun <clears throat> because half of these wrecks are people that like t-bone them and shit and then take off they're hitting runs because there's nobody in these cars right so they hit them and they're like yeah <laughs> no one's in there so i'm going <clears throat> so california authorities have asked general motors to immediately take some of its uh cruise robo-taxis off the road after 
Autonomous vehicles were involved in two collisions, including one in an active fire truck last week in San Francisco. California's Department of Motor Vehicles confirmed to CNN that the investigating recent concerning incidents involving uh, cruise vehicles in San Francisco. The DMV is in contact with crews and law enforcement officials to determine the fact the facts and requested crews to immediately reduce this active fleet of operating vehicles by 50% until investigations are complete and appropriate corrective actions to improve road safety, the department said. The, uh, the reason they want 50% of them off is because it is, um, it's becoming an epidemic in California. And like I said, they're, they're like, uh, they're hitting cars and, and, um, uh, the, the self-driving vehicles are getting off track, they're hitting cars, and people are hitting them and taking off, so it's just like a big mess. You know, you'll have like a, you'll have a self-driving vehicle in the middle of the road, disabled on its side, or banged up, or whatever, and there's nothing it can do, you see, it's just sitting there. And it's sitting there yeah. until someone calls it in, and then appropriate authorities can get there to do something with a car. So it's almost like a bunch of car litter just hanging out. So, yeah, yeah it, it's really, I mean, I get it. I mean, they don't want that shit there. So. I, I totally see that. Yep. Well, anyhow. Let's see here. A couple other stories here we could probably get into. Yeah, I got something for you real quick. Okay. Uh, this goes to the Kansas City Chris Jones negotiations. Oh, okay. Speaking to the media Wednesday, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid was asked about Chris Jones' holdout. His comment on this situation was very interesting. We told reporters that Kansas City hasn't really made much communication with Jones. There's been no communication what whatsoever happens, happens. The game goes on. I read that statement too and I agree with him 100% and here's why. Okay. Everybody else on that team that's in the top ten, um, right. Mahomes, number one, Kelsey, number five, Chris Jones, number ten, yeah. are taking reduced salaries because they want to win. Then you have Chris Jones over there, not even at the end of his contract, screaming he wants a huge contract. Right. To remind you of somebody that's in uh, Miami? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, here's what I said earlier to a family member, and I uh, stick to this. You can't win the Super Bowl every year. As much as I would love the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl every year, how fucking boring would that be anyhow? Okay? Right. But, right. I think right now, new receiving core, not shelling out a lot of money on receivers, not showing a lot of money out on really any big names, I mean, comparatively. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money to us, but I mean, like, Kelsey is getting that contract that he deserves, really, according to other 
um, you know, wide receivers or uh, tight ends or whatever. Uh, Mahomes definitely isn't getting the type of money he should. Okay, so maybe it's the perfect time because Chris Jones is talking about sitting out eight games, and eight games is all he can do to get credit for all year towards his day. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that eight games is not a bad idea to judge how well the Chiefs can do without him. <coughs> maybe they think this year is a playoff year, but they don't think it's a Super Bowl year. Maybe it's a good time to test the water and see how well you are without a player like that that really has kind of been a malcontent every time his contract comes up, in my opinion. <coughs> he did this last time, too, and I don't like it. It's a me-me-I-I attitude on a wee-wee team. So, I don't like the idea of sitting out eight games without Chris Jones, but I think it may be a necessary evil in this. Your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, no. I totally agree with you. Um, as far as the fines go, he says he can afford it. He's being cocky about it. Exactly. And all right, if he's worried that worried about money, then why is he taking the fine? So, like you said, it's looking like somebody else. Yeah. And that somebody else got a little cocky and demanded a trade, and guess what? He got one. Yeah, he did. So, I don't want to see Chris Jones gone, just like I didn't want to see Tyreek Hill gone. But, if it's best for the team, then it's best for the team. So, uh, I'm... That that opens up a lot of salary cap right there. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And if I was to bet on anybody winning the game for us, it wouldn't be Chris Jones. It would be the people on the offensive. Who won the Super Bowl for us? Yep. It wasn't Chris Jones. It was Patrick Mahomes and a couple of relatively unknowns. I mean, really, if you want to get down to it, the big plays were Sky Moore, a rookie, and Kadarius Toney. A guy that was uh, like, what is he, one or two years deep? He might be two years deep. I think it was his first year. Okay, and he was full of injuries and could never get on the field. And it was those plays and Patrick Mahomes' feet and brain power made it happen. So, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I say, you know what, he wants to be like that, then let's see how it goes without him for eight games. And then, you know what, if you can trade him, if it goes well, you trade him. Do, do like they did to D. Ford, they resigned him and traded him the next day. Do what? There's one thing that Kansas City proves every year. Yeah? They have many weapons. Well, it's, it's the old thing is, is it actually the receivers, or in this case, is it the quarterback that makes the receivers, not the receivers making the quarterback? I think in our case, it's the quarterback making the receivers more than the receivers making the quarterback. Now, don't get me wrong. Kadarius Tony has some awesome moves. He can catch the ball and then run after very well, just as good as anyone I've ever seen, including Tyreek Hill. He makes things happen with his legs. But someone's got to get the ball to him. True. And that's that's Mahomes. 
There's a lot of quarterbacks that could not get the ball to them. They're not that fast on their feet or not that accurate or whatever. But Mahomes is the perfect guy for someone like Kadarius Toney. Because he's got a quick delivery, a snap, he's got touch on the ball, he's got accuracy, he's got all of it. So Kadarius Toney can concentrate on catching the ball and figuring out a way to get in the end zone, which he's so very good at. So, anyhow, um, I think we're both on the same page with that. You know what, Chris Jones, keep being cocky. Let's see what happens. You know what, you may not like the outcome. So, I mean, what did Tyreek Hill do last year while we were winning the Super Bowl? He was smacking a security guard on the head down at the wharf and getting thrown in jail. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, do you have do you have another story or? Uh, no, not really. Okay, I got one. And then after that, we'll wrap this up because you sound like you're uh, running out of steam there, Rob. Yeah. You're up uh, awful yeah. early. Okay. Real quick, a woman who fractured her left ankle. This is Boston Associated Press. A woman who fractured her left ankle during a trip with her husband to the Italian Food Emporium Eatery in Boston late last year is blaming her injury on a piece of ham. Alice Cohen was headed to an area where food samples are distributed to customers on October 7th when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto and fell according to a lawsuit filed Friday in Suffolk County Superior Court in Boston. Alice Cohen sustained bodily injuries, a loss of employment of life, oh enjoyment not employment, a loss of enjoyment of life, I can't read for nothing tonight, I apologize everybody, and suffering and incurred necessary medical expenses for medical care and attention, the lawsuit says. Her medical expenses include including a hospital visit and physical therapy have resulted in more than $7,500 in bills, according to the court papers. Cohen and her husband, Ronald of Gifford, New Hampshire, uh, were seeking a jury uh, trial and at least $50,000 in damages. The lawsuit claims the eatery was negligent for not properly cleaning the floor. The lawsuit also claims loss of consortism. Um, okay, anyhow, the restaurant had a duty to ensure that the surface of the floors were free from unnecessary dangers, a duty to use ordinary care to maintain the premises in a reasonably safe condition, and a duty to warn of such dangerous conditions, the lawsuit says. Eatery is a gourmet Italian restaurant and food market with eight locations in the U.S. and eight overseas. According to the company's website, prosciutto is a type of thinly sliced cured ham that originated in Italy, and I'm not a big fan of it. Have you had prosciutto? No, I have not. I'm not a real big fan of it. I don't, I, I don't see the appeal of it myself. An email seeking comment was left on the, um, uh, uh, I guess the co- it's called Italy's corporate headquarters. Voicemail seeking comment were left with the Coens and their attorney with no avail from either at, from either outlet answering any of them. So nobody's wanting to talk about this. And I'll tell you what's going to happen is, is no corporation ever wants anything to go to a jury trial. So they're going to settle out of court. They don't want it happening because lawyers are too good at manipulating people and tugging on their heartstrings. And they know how to do that to a science. 
So what's going to happen is, is I guarantee you they're going to settle out of court because they don't want to go to jury trial. Because if a jury trial gets all sentimental and you know they, this is my grandkid and I can't play with him anymore because my leg is fucked, then they're going to get all these money. Yeah, all this money for uh, for I don't know deserving or not. So anyhow, um, I've got a final thought. Do you have one too or not? Um, I'm running to them right now. Yeah, I, I got one. Okay, do yours okay. first. Okay. Um, get back for what was Only in math problems can you buy 60 cantaloupes and no one asks the hell is wrong with you. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake went down to the store and bought 60 cantaloupes. He ate 20 of them. How many does he have left? Why the fuck would Jake eat 20 cantaloupes, you dumb bitch? Go to the office, Marky. Why buy 60 of them? Yeah. Where the fuck did he put him? Did he have 10 cards? Get out of here, Marky. I bet he's the one throwing my cars off the bridge. That son of a bitch. You show me where he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my final thought. You think you're having a bad day? Venturi County, California was under a tropical storm warning when a 5.2 earthquake hit. That's a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting pummeled by a tropical storm and then you have a 5.2 earthquake. <laughs> yep. I would look at God and go, you know what, whatever we did wrong, I'm sorry, can we move on? Right? Yep. Alright, pukes. We be talking to you. Bye. Good night. Have a good night, sleep tight, and let the dreams come true. What, what Was that Lawrence Welk? Nighty night. I think possibly sleep tight. Okay. Then the other one was, we're so glad to have this time together, just to sing a song or two. So shit, I got, you know what, I got it. I'm going to memorize that whole thing. I'm going to memorize Lawrence Welk one. At every sign off, I'm going to sing each one of them just to piss everybody there off. Go. There you go. There you go. All right, pukes. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. For real. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.